superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. This is the third year of Tattoo Bets. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. This year, the loser mm-hmm. has to get the Rich Eisen Show logo tattooed. On, on oh, Shed's yeah. butt. And who's handling your fantasy football I team? would like TJ to do it. Earlier on the show, basketball Hall of Famer Ray Allen. Still to come. NC State quarterback Devin Leary. Pro Football Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. Broncos running back Melvin Gordon. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. We're about to give away our Gorilla Glue Toughest Player on Planet Earth Award for the week. Um, Just had a great chat with Ray Allen um, talking about if it's up to him, all the Celtics will get back together for, you know, one of those that championship season type uh, get togethers. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Rondo and uh, KG are up for it. Yeah. Um, and uh, asked him about the Ben Simmons, you know, lack of confidence in shooting. I mean, Ray's one of the greatest shooters of all time. And speaking of shooting, um, he got game two. Man. I know for imagine? our radio audience, I apologize. We have like what we have. We have a couple of hard outs, one for our radio, one for our Peacock feed. One's two minutes later than the the other. So for our radio audience um, that missed the answer to Ray Allen's, uh, the question uh, I I asked Ray um, because the end of the first hour hit, is there any possibility of a he got game too? Like where's Jesus Shuttlesworth today? He said not only has he talked about it with Spike, he talked about it with Spike this summer when they were at Obama's 50th birthday party or 60th birthday party. How about that? And that the issue is, is getting Denzel on board. Denzel doesn't want to do it. How many sequels has Denzel ever done? Great question. Ooh. Is the answer zero? Equalize. He was an equalizer too. Well, I'm sure that built him a house that, you know, Another. rivals the one on Martha's Vineyard where this Another party house. was at. Yeah. So. I'm sure he already had that house by the time equalizer. But I mean, get yeah, back I mean, together I'm, with Spike and Ray Allen and see what's going on. And That would be so He said dope. it would, it, I asked him what the plot would be because they've hashed it out. It would have to do with Jesus's kid. One of his kids, either uh, he got game two or she got game. Yeah. There you she go. Got That'd be game. good. I she think got she got game is probably she a She got game one. is the move, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, go to our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of that. The all of that that we led the show discussing uh, today is all the stuff that's in Seth Wickersham's new book, It's Better to Be Feared, that's coming out in the middle of next month. Um, where 
all sorts of stuff about the relationship with being between Brady and Belichick and Kraft and Brady and Kraft and Belichick. I mean, all the there's a lot of nitty in the gritty <laughs> that came out. We covered it at the top of our number one again. Go to our. I think we probably posted something on our Twitter feed about yeah, that it's already. Up, it's up right now. At Rich Eisen Show on Twitter. Uh, this is how, and this this all came out about an hour before Belichick met with the media today. This is how Bill started off his uh, media availability. Morning. What's going on? Any stories this week? <laughs> there you go. It's a funny. Any stories this week? By the way, full white socks pulled up. I mean, shorts. Cut off. I mean, it's good stuff right there. I mean. Bill is the best. Modern day Lombardi, bro. Bill is the best. He really is. Oh, he's also a bleeping a hole. Well, uh, uh, according to Kraft. So look, uh, we're gonna we're we're still calling all the sound bites. That'll be on in hour number three of this program. Michael Irvin's coming up at about seventeen minutes time. Um, here's a fun story. College football, as you know, um, um, red hot, right in the middle of the season. It's all good stuff. And I came on this show. Was it two weeks ago when Auburn went into Penn State in a whiteout yeah, and and lost the game? Penn State won that one, even though Auburn was had a shot to tie it late. And despite moving all the way down the field and having all these plays that Penn State was having trouble defending, they, on the do-or-die moment, after a timeout, burned a timeout, mm-hmm. came out with the fade. Mm-hmm. And I hate the fade. I think it is... It is the play call of the lazy. We give up. Just flip it in the air. Our guy's better than your guy. And still, you got to have a good throw. The other guy can make a play. It's a coin flip. Even though if you think your guy's better than the other guy, hey, it's 60, 40, 70, 30. It's still, you know, it's just one. It just, there's only one option, right? Don't roll somebody out and have three. I hate it. Somebody rolls out could have three options or do a Dak did against uh, Philadelphia. Roll them out. Let them, let them make a play. People run around and then you score. That runs a risk too. Everything's got a risk, I understand. But I hate it. Another case example. I hate it until you love it. What do I mean by that? My alma mater, taking on Rutgers, had a terrific first half. It was amazing. They were establishing the run. They were doing all the stuff that they've done in the first you know, three games of the year to go 3-0. and But Rutgers came out in the second half and started hitting my alma mater in the mouth with a lot of jersey. They were hitting. They were throwing Ooh. jersey haymakers, bro. Mm. They were basically asking, "What exit are you from?" I mean, they really they were laying it on Michigan. Michigan uh, didn't have a first down the entire third quarter. Game was coming down to the very end as Rutgers stormed back, and Michigan's defense was on its heels. Certainly because the offense was kept three and outing them back on the field, and Rutgers' offense. It was difficult for Michigan to understand who had the ball because the quarterback was doing a lot of mesh point stuff with the running back and was hitting them in the mouth if the running back had it. And the quarterback had it, he would either keep it or go on the run and find somebody. And Michigan's defense was gassed. They were on their heels. Big third down and goal. What does Rutgers do? Fade. And I thought to myself, thank you. Thanks for doing that. It had no shot of working, literally from the minute they snapped it. Next snap, missed field goal. I'm like, you deserve it. (laughs) Honestly, this one's sitting there, you deserve it. (laughs) So I do what I do every single week when I think I've got a a salient 
smart X's and O's point. I go to work on Sunday morning. Game day morning. I got Mooch there. I got Kurt there. And I go to my quarterback. And I go to my coach as we're getting ready. It's like 5.40 in the morning. Right. We're 20 minutes to being on the air at 6 a.m. out here in Pacific time. And, you know, 9 Eastern. But it's early in the morning here. And I start going in on this thing. And I'm like, it's the worst play call. It's the worst play call. Why in the world would anybody throw a fade pass? You're doing a favor to the defense. It's the worst play call of all time. And all of a sudden I hear around the corner, what? Who's saying it's the worst play call ever? Michael Irvin. (laughs) Of course. Who's like, why would you say that? I'm wondering the same thing. He's like, why would you say that? I'm better than the other guy. Put it up. And I'm like, well, not everyone's Aikman putting it up to you either. And how many times, you know, that's what I want to say. I'm like, how many times did you, like, maybe lose that 50-50 because there was somebody, I almost said it, like Seahorn on you. We love pointing out his career numbers with Seahorn on him. On Seahorn Island. But that was really funny. Irv was like, what's up? Like, what are you talking about? He he, He got offended that I said that. And you this entire time of hearing me say this for two weeks thinks that think that I'm wrong about the fade pass? I hate it. You think it's worthy of, of well, you must have loved it for Penn State. You couldn't stop them. Yeah. Auburn like jammed it right down your throat at the end of the game. They're running backs leaping over defenders like he's Saquon. No? I mean... <laughs> The fade. I mean, I, I think about Randy Moss and stuff like that, and I'm like, that. That's a one on one. That's a one on one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like you're rolling the dice, aren't you? Like you, like, wouldn't you rather give your quarterback options? Wouldn't you rather go ahead and show everybody Wasn't that- something and then pull a pull a rabbit out of the hat instead of saying, okay, here's what we're gonna do, hike, boop, flip it up. Isn't that what Eli hit Plaxico Burris in to win the Super Bowl? No, I wasn't a fade. I, wasn't, I can't remember the play right now. He was wide open. Ellis Hobbs had no chance. But I just found it so funny. I was so confident of my opinion. <laughs> the nerve was like, I'm like so confident. I went <laughs> to Mooch. And Mooch is like, well, sometimes your guy is better than the other guy. If you think your guy is taller than the other guy and it's a matchup, you just got to do it. And Kurt's like, you know, staying out of it. Because Irv came in and he came in hot. Original. What do you mean? And I'm like, oh, that's right. You're in the Hall of Fame because you did a lot of that, like a lot of those 50-50 balls that were more like, you know, 88-12 because that's the numbers I'm sure he would appreciate. I like your math there, Rich. You know? We got another Hall of Famer coming up this week that you can ask that question to in addition to her. That's Calvin Johnson. Yes, sir. It'd be interesting to see what he thinks about that. All Calvin's definitely got to do is just not come down with it and use the ball to not fall down on the ground. (laughs) Thank goodness that they created all of that. Stupidest rule Exactly. Um, so, speaking of college football, every single week here on the Rich Eisen Show, we give out an NIL deal to a member of the college football community that is not expecting it, not thinking that they, they're going to get a call from us and say, hey, 
the Rich Eisen Show and Gorilla Glue wants to put something together and give you not only a $1,000 check, but free glue. And a lot of the kids that we've given it to are like, oh, you had us at the glue. <laughs> we love it. We've loved meeting everybody. Um, and our latest winner comes to you from the Mid-Atlantic and the ACC and the quarterback. It's our first quarterback. We've gone defensive lineman, right. offensive lineman, defensive back, mm-hmm. and now we've gone quarterback, not only because of what he did on the field against Clemson, but the fact that people who have played for NC State beforehand have not been able to do it with regularity against Clemson, but also his story. The winner of the Gorilla Glue Toughest Player on Planet Earth for this week is Devin Leary of NC State. 32 of 44, 238 yards, four touchdowns, no picks in NC State's win over Clemson since this century was born in the year 2000. The only other NC State quarterbacks to beat Clemson are named Mike Lennon and Phillip Rivers, who did it twice. And this is a comeback season for Devin Leary. He broke his fibula last year and missed the final seven games. And so this performance earned him the Davey O'Brien National Quarterback of the Week Award, but we all know that pales in comparison to being the Gorilla Glue toughest player on planet Earth, the NIL deal of a $1,000 check, and all sorts of Gorilla Glue product goes to Devin Leary of NC State, who joins us now live on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Devin? Devin. Good, how are you? Thank you so much for the award. It means a lot. I appreciate you saying that, and it means a lot for us to give it to you. Well, what were you going through last year when you were out for those seven weeks, and what were you thinking about in that pandemic yes, season, Devin? Yes, sir. It was it was tough, I'll admit. Um, you know, we got off to a pretty good start early on. Um, I think it was about the fourth game of the season against Duke. I went down with the injury and, you know, couldn't really feel my leg all the way. So, uh, you know, that kind of put the game in a different perspective for me. Um, it allowed new opportunities as far as being able to study the defense more, being able to get into the film room more. And, I mean, in long term, it helped me out tremendously. And what does it mean for you and your program to beat Clemson as your, as your college uh, cohorts storm the field after that W last Saturday? What was that like, Devin, for you? Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. I think it was huge not only for our team, but – the entire university itself. Um, you know, Clemson has done a great job over the past couple of years kind of being that standard of the ACC and being able to beat them was huge for the entire university. And I was glad everyone was able to celebrate the win. What was it like for you in the locker room afterwards? Again, on your surgically, surgically repaired leg that you were able to come back and do something like this? Was that yeah, like- it, was, it was such a surreal feeling. I mean, you can't really describe that that feeling of love that you express with your brothers your teammates i mean going through so much being able to knock off a team like that was huge for us and just the celebration was incredible in there well you did something i guess russell wilson couldn't do right let's put it let's just put a fine point on here <laughs> Devin. right yeah i guess so have you spoken to anybody uh, like like russ or or philip rivers or or glennon or glennon as uh as john gruden refers to him have you spoken to any of your previous cohorts at the position on that? Front. Yeah. So, um, actually this off season, Philip Rivers was able to speak to us via zoom. 
Uh, he spoke to the entire team, so that was really cool to hear his message. And then, you know, after the game, I got texts from both Mike Glennon and Ryan Finley just congratulating me, telling me how happy they were for me. And it was a huge honor. That's so cool, man. What was Philip Rivers' message to you, Devin? What was his yeah, message was, to you? It was really the message to the entire Sorry? team was just um, to compete in every all aspects of life, really. Um, being able to build that brotherhood within your team, but also being able to hold people accountable is what separates great teams from average teams. So just being able to hear that message from him and just hear his passion in his voice was very exciting. That's pretty cool. All right, Devin Leary. By the way, Mike Del Tufo, uh, does Devin Leary sound like a kid from New Jersey to you or no? Yeah, of course he no, does. He does. He but Devin, bit, where's that accent? Where, what exit are you from, Devin? <laughs> I'm actually from Sicklerville, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's in South Jersey, yeah. about 15, 20 minutes outside of Philly. Okay. I was just going to say. Yeah, you do sort of have like stuff. that Philly accent in a way. Yeah. Like I heard that. So, <laughs> so literally, what exit are you from? Garden State. Give it to me. Uh, I believe it's exit seven. Okay, exit seven. And then and then what, Delaware Water Gap on the turnpike? The exit one, is that where you're at or what? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. More importantly, so. is it pork roll or Taylor ham? Pork roll. See, South Jersey. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go there with him. I had to go there. Right. Yeah, he's definitely yeah, South Jersey. You know what it is now? You know what it is now? It's Gorilla Glue. Yeah. yeah what are you going to glue together? What do you need the glue for, Devin? Come on. Let's get into it. What are you gluing together? What's going on in your uh, life? What do you need? I, I actually do have some things in my in my apartment I need to fix up. Okay. What do you got? Um, what do you got? I got part of my sink is actually chipped off a little bit. We, I got to fix that. We can't so have I can that. use the glue for that for oh, sure. Yeah, we can't have that, Devin. You're the NC State Wolfpack quarterback. We can't have chips in your ceramic. We can't nah, have that. That's what we got the Gorilla Glue for. Damn straight. Absolutely. And congratulations okay. on the NIL deal. I know you're on Cameo. Is this is this your first NIL deal, Devin? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, besides Cameo, yes, sir, this is the first one. There we nice. go. Let's do it. You, sir, again, you earned it. Uh, obviously, what, we, what you did clearly against Clemson is one thing, but we just love the, the fact that you, you were down literally and out last year and, mm-hmm. um, and got your way back in and did what you were able to do with you and your teammates. And you're a good team guy. There may be an eye in, in Devin, but you're a team guy, and that's what we love. We love it, yes, man. Yes, sir. So congr- Thank you so much. Congratulations. And, uh, hey, send us a photograph of that sink once it's back together. Okay? Would you do okay. that for <laughs> Devin? Yeah, I will. You know, obviously we could say we'll keep in touch, you know, throughout your football career. But I want to see the sink, quite frankly. Okay? <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Congr- Thank you so you much. You got it. Congratulations. That's Devin Leary. Right, Devin. Yeah. Gorilla Glue, toughest player on planet Earth for this week on the Rich Eisen Show. This award is brought to you by Gorilla Glue, makers of high-quality adhesives and tapes. Much like the players this award recognizes, Gorilla brings toughness and strength to even the most difficult household projects and repairs, like a chipped sink. Come on, now. Can't have that. Can't have that. Gorilla Glue, for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. It's his first NIL deal. I mean, there's one thing about telling people, hey, happy birthday from... uh, from the quarterback of NC State. That's one thing. <laughs> right, right. Hey, congratulations. This is, this is cash in the, in, the, in, in, in the bank and glue in the sink. What more could God, you ask I for? love doing this, man. I honestly <laughs> feel like I'm making dreams come true. Why do I, honestly, like, well, why Rich, does it give me pep in the step I that know his Rich. sink yeah, is going to be put yeah, back together? Yeah, I, know, I know, Rich. I know why. Because I'm born to give away cash and prizes? Exactly. Man, you took my answer. <laughs> That's exactly. why. This is, you were built for this. The, 
I know that's a term well, Brock hates, but you know, hate vote for this. Your one purpose in life. <laughs> to give away cash, cash and prizes. Cash God, I, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. We've got a frigid Gorilla glue. Devin Leary's sink is chipped, but now he's the Gorilla Glue toughest player on planet Earth, and his sink is back together. How does your sink get chipped, though? Who knows, man? It happens. Yeah, I mean, I used to be in college. I, we, we, yeah, we should ask that question. On, we're man. rough yeah, back there. He's a big man on campus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Michael Irvin, who we won't answer questions of either of that nature, <laughs> is next wow. right here on The Rich Eisen Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, Irv's about to join us right here on the program. And uh, look, there's many things to talk about with Michael Irvin as we're, the radio audience is returning in, what, about two minutes and change? So we get to show, well, the terrestrial radio audience. And I don't, my friends who listen on Sirius say, every single time you say that the radio audience is returning, we hear you say that. So Sirius XM, I apologize. So let me describe the word picture of what we're about to show. Because uh, we show visual things when it's just a peacock segment outside of the terrestrial radio audience. Right. So let me describe to you what we were about to see. You're about to see a moment on NFL Network where I floated a pass. It wasn't very good. I understand. <laughs> but still, if you're a, a pro football Hall of Famer who yeah, loves yeah. the fade route, as yeah. we just talked about that story about, I, I said I hate the fade route. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, if you think you can do that, if the ball's fading in a di- different direction, you know, uh, you should be able to catch it. Certainly if it's thrown by a 52-year-old Jewish man. This happened. On game day. <laughs> this is amazing. And this is, by the way, after I made a one-handed catch, holding notes in my hand on my left hand. Okay, That was an impressive grab. I appreciate you yeah, saying yeah, that because yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, roll tape. Roll tape. Hey! It's a run! <laughs> there, it there it is! There it is! Oh! screen of Irv dropping the one-handed grab and me having one on the same show. Honestly, when I pray to the football television gods every day, I pray for these moments. OMG, this was incredible. Earlier today, moments ago, moments ago, you caught it with one hand. It's right there. 
Children are watching. Daddy, man, better than Uncle Michael. Daddy, Michael. Daddy, Michael. Oh, baby. You know, again, it's it's one of those moments where we talked about it. I talked about it with Steve Harvey when he came on the show at the Super Bowl, where you know there's a massive screw up on. Family Feud, and you make a meal out of it. Not just any meal, like a five-star restaurant, five-course meal out of it. Like a French laundry out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, it's so amazing. <laughs> Honestly. like Top five moment in your life? Uh, well, I mean, marriage and three children? No, I mean, yes. it's... Yes, no, that's five right there. Yeah. What's well, above those? <laughs> <laughs> Back here with our terrestrial radio audience. Uh, and joining me here is one of my... Uh, favorite people on planet earth and not because he calls in fully knowing that I'm going to give him grief for dropping a ball that I floated in his direction uh, on, on game day morning on Sunday, but it's also after one of the most impressive Dallas Cowboys wins we've seen on national television in quite some time. So it's the good and the bad, the yin and the yang with my pro football hall of fame friend, Michael Irvin here on the rich show. How are you Irv? How you doing? Hey, I listen, man, I am great, Rich. Yes. I am absolutely great, man. You're right. What a win that was the other night, but let me clear up this, that we talked about. And I used to do this every now and then in practice with the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. because it's robotic how I catch, his, catch passes and, and don't let anything drop. Mm-hmm. Catch a BB in the dark if you turn down the lights and shoot a BB gun. When you turn the lights on, the BB is in my hand. <laughs> That's the kind of ability that I have. <laughs> my dad always told me, he says, son, every now and then, just drop one so they can think that you're human. <laughs> so they can think you're human. I have to drop one, Rich, and that was happened to be the one, Rich. That was, you know, I usually try to drop the one millionth throw towards me, and your number just happened to come up on the millionth throw. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just, just to stay human. But we should not cloud what we saw the other night. Let us not, my honor, let us not, I say to you all, don't, 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 don't take away from what we saw. And I mean, in a couple of weeks here, what you have seen, you saw a great passing game in week one as they battled the champions down to the last hundred seconds. And then you saw a great run game in week two when you got 195 yards out of that one-two punch of Elliot and Parler. And then you saw the commingling of them both in week three as we readily moved the ball up and down the field, up and down the field, via land or via air. What you saw in that moment was, oh, my God, this really may be one of the seasons that everybody's been talking about. The Cowboys have talent to have. It really may be upon us, and I concur. Well, Michael, um, I will say this, that uh, I came on the air yesterday and I know that many in our profession um, do not give the Cowboys when cre- credit when it is due. Um, and I think you, you know, on occasion might spend a Monday or two with one of them. Um, I am not one of those people. I thought that performance on Monday Night Football Irv, was one of the best performances I've seen from the Cowboys in the last 20-something years. 
and and I I don't think you know I understand Philadelphia might be down new coach or whatever, but when you do have somebody like Jalen Hurts making I believe career start number seven or eight mm-hmm. in your house, and you have the ability to jump on the team, and you jump on the team, you should be praised for it. And I thought that was one of the most impressive, balanced performances of a team that's banged up to show off the depth of the team and the drafting knowledge of the team. I thought that was one of the most impressive W's the Cowboys have had in a very long time. And, and, and it was such a great night, Rich, with all that was happening that night. And to cap it with that great win was just, it was, it was insane. Because that was Man, with Dak returning, that was Dak's return to AT&T Stadium. Now, get this, man. Dak, when Dak come back this time, see, before, before we had all of these, if, 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 I don't know, I think, I believe, I don't know, I think, I believe, I don't know, I think, I believe, about Dak Prescott. And then when he went down, after he went down and we went through what we went through with Dowdle, all of that, I don't know, I think, I believe, I don't know, I think, I believe, I, all of that went away. Because we know what we were without him. Now you can really appreciate him. And, man, he has taken his game to a level that makes you just say, wow, this is insane and incredible watching him lead this team. They went up and down the field. And now that's on the offensive side, Rich. Let's talk about it on the defensive side. What, what, what's most important, what's most important, and people talk all day about it, you know, Man, the Cowboys rank this in defense. They're giving up this many yards. They give, oh, that's great. And you want to try to lock that down and slow that down. But the reality is nobody takes the ball away more than the Dallas Cowboys. And if you got that on your defense, I, and, and, and nobody takes the ball away more than, in the, than the Dallas Cowboys in the red zone, in the red zone, and the Cowboys are ranked in the top in the red zone. Mm. Now you got a chance at winning. You're not lying, Irv. They're plus five in that department. That does lead the league through three weeks. And um, as I said yesterday, Michael Irvin here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line on the Rich Eisen Show here right in the middle of the week, um, that Dak Prescott, 21-26, 230, um, 238, three scores, and then 41 runs for 160 yards. That's it. That's the sweet sauce. That's it. That's the sweet spot. Like, that is the greatest that the Cowboys could wish for coming out of a game. And then that led me to say this, and I I obviously want your thoughts on this. This has the chance with Dak playing as he's playing and looking the way that he's looking and clearly not having those heavy pockets weigh him down, right? And Zeke being at the zenith of maybe his window of uh, as a running back in the NFL and – Amari Cooper leading this receiving core and a defense that despite being banged up is still buzzing around with a kid in Micah Parsons who looks really good. Is this the best team the Cowboys have fielded since you won with the triplets one, Michael Irvin? Now, here's the kicker on that, Rich, because I see talent through the years. I see talent. But I don't see the right attitude with the talent. You know what I'm saying? The Cowboys have had some talent. That Romo, T.O., those teams were talented teams. Mm -hmm. Those were some talented teams. But 
as I always tell people, you can't win in this game being a team or even being an organization. You gotta somehow become a family. And you gotta have the personality that builds family. And they and, and as talented as those teams were, they had, didn't have the personality uh 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 that builds family. Dak, these guys, they do. And and, and the Michael Parsons, these, these guys they, 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 they know how to build football family, and that's what they're working towards building. And, and that makes a huge difference because everybody has talent. It's who's connected, who's most together. That's who's going to win right here, right now. And we're seeing the Cowboys finally putting both of those together. I thought they were wilt in, 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 in Tampa. I was like, man, that's going to be a tough spot to go back in there and play Tampa. They didn't wilt. They played hard. Then the Chargers going and so you know what I mean. So now their personality and, and their hunger is matching finally the talent that we always saw all the time. So I don't. I, I think they may have had even ten more talented teams, but they didn't have the right people with the right personalities to make that team a family. So is that a maybe from you? On no, that no, question? no. It's a definite. It's a definite when you combine the importance of both of them. Now, if you're just talking is this the most talented team only, then I may even say no. But if you're saying it's the most talented team and I'm incorporating the ability to bring people together as a talent, then I say by far. They just seem to have the, again, I, it's so much of a knee-jerk reaction potentially because it's just three games, but you do see it. I do see it, and I and I was skeptical of it. I was games. skeptical it's of a it. Good three games. No, I know that, and it, they are they are they are you know opponents that that were either defending champs, raising a banner, or uh, a young up and coming team with a terrific quarterback and a bunch of talented players playing in front of fans for the first time in their new home, and then you know a division opponent where you throw records out. I mean that's the way it goes. So um, now comes Carolina, Irv. And then you, this is these are the games that they they they're entering should win territory here. And I know that Carolina is three and zero, but no McCaffrey. Um, and, and I know that that Darnold to Robbie Anderson connection is the one that back in the day for the Jets sent you running out of that restaurant in London um, against the Cowboys and leaving us with the check about three years ago. Don't worry, we'll still yeah, pick it up. You know, but, it's so funny, too, and I talked so, to Robbie the other day, man. And, uh-huh. and, you know, because Robbie's my boy, man, and, and, and you know, he, he needs – I was telling him, I said, man, they got to get you some more get some more targets up there, man. They need to get you some more targets. He said, yeah. He said, but I, 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 he said, I'm keeping my mind in the right place. I'm just going to stay ready because I know when it comes, I can't get ready. I said, that's exactly the right attitude. Yeah. I, and, and I was just trying to encourage him. Oh, really yeah? You really? Play. You weren't trying to stir don't, the pot and create doubt and create dissension no, the week no, before no, no, they no, play no. the Cowboys? I was trying to encourage him. I just wanted to finish this. <laughs> they, they, they really need to get together right after this week. I wanted to finish it after this week. Like, don't, don't try to fix it right now, Robbie. But I couldn't go. <laughs> but you should go into that huddle and demand the ball from Sam Darnold. Create as much dissension as you can, Robbie. But after that, please. <laughs> but in all seriousness, this is. I love him too much. That's my home boy. I couldn't chill him with that one. I wanted to say, man, pick it up next week. I bet. This week here's the But this is one of those that they should win. Then you look at their schedule after that, or they, you got the Giants at home. 
visiting New England? No, 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 no. I'm not letting you off the hook like that, man. What? You not letting you off the hook like you gonna come over here and buddy buddy with me on this, man? No, I ain't letting you off the hook. You ain't gotta look at nothing. All you gotta do, cause you so eloquently do it, you just did it before when I dropped that pass. Replay that. Go replay when I came on the show and ran down the schedule and told you what was going to happen. Come on now. Y'all remember that? Yeah, you when t- I pointed out the which cowboy they were, what game they were go point it out. You'll see that we were right on track, so the people would know that I am the seer that has been proclaimed the seer of all seers. Yeah, you had them thirteen and four. You had them losing the first and then winning the next eight. That's and I'm telling you right now, do you we, we could be looking at seven, eight, and one right now. We're getting ready pretty soon after that. I think it's week 11. They look at the Chiefs. I'm telling you. Yeah, go back and look at that thing. What? That thing was right on point. What? I was like, golly, man. I should have sat down and wrote out the lottery numbers when I was feeling that good. <laughs> that was on June 24th. And I already called for my birthday. Yeah. Then he gave me a birthday present by going the win-loss game yeah, with the exactly. Cowboys. And he chose them 13-4. and four. The only losses at the Chiefs. At the Saints on a Thursday night on thank, uh, after Thanksgiving. At the Washington football team, which I don't even know would be possible right now. Who knows? Um, and then at yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, at but the Bucks. I think he still has something in him. He still has a little yeah, we'll something. That defense, that defense is, yeah, they just ain't right now. It's just in where they, they were. Now, I, I mean, I, there's so many situations. Michael Irvin here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, a few minutes left with him. So many situations in which I could go in a direction because you've had experience in in your vast Hall of Fame career. You've never had experience about coming back to a place where you once played after you left. But I, I wonder what must be going through Brady's mind right now. The book of Seth Wickersham came out today with all sorts of stories about him and grinding gears with Belichick for all those years that we all assumed was taking place. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday night, Michael Irvin, with Brady back in Foxborough? But listen, and let me right quick say this, man. I, I know we do this. I know we do this. Like all of this coming out now. Oh my God, I can't believe they were like this. I can't believe it. You say what you want. You, I don't care that you don't like how it all transpired. I don't like, you don't like what Bill did. You don't like how Bill treated Tom. You don't like whatever you don't like. You can't say you didn't like the results. So, you know what I mean? We get caught up in this stuff. Like, I can't do it. How do you have to do it? Why, why, why? That's why you, you, and he's the GOAT. <laughs> Tom Brady's the GOAT. Bill Belichick's the GOAT because of what went down. Stop trying to curse the process that produced the greatest head coach quarterback combination and the greatest dynasty in, in, in to make known to mankind, especially in football, certainly in football, but I, I would put winning football games are harder than almost winning any other uh, trophy. So, so, so let, let's just keep that in mind as we start sitting judgment upon Belichick by how he is or, or praise above Tom Brady. Whatever you want to do with it, just remember the results justifies any damn thing that happened because I would have gone through any of that stuff to have those results. So everybody – Back up and shut up. Now, what were you asking about? <laughs> Brockman's giving a standing, standing ovation right on behalf of everyone from New England right now to you, Michael. But that's for real, man. People trip me out. With that's for real, you Irv. Know? Yeah, that's real, dog. They trip me out with this. Y'all came couples with it. And then now you want to get on this man for how he did it. Stop. 
<laughs> and if he didn't do it and all that didn't happen, I mean, just, I, I can't even break it down no more. That's all. Let's just let it go. It's crazy. Now, who's the pressure on this week? And that thing, I, I know it, it, who you think it rests on. That thing rests squarely on Tom. Tom can't go back in here and lose this game now. Tom can't go back in here and lose this game. Yeah, he proved that he's won by winning the Super Bowl before Tom, before Belichick. I, I got all that. I got all that. That was then. This is now. Tom just lost last week. He cannot go in here on his the, the return and lose this game. Right. So, uh, so, so the pressure definitely on Tom, and I can't wait to see this. I'll push back on that. I'll say it's on Mac Jones and Belichick to make sure that that they they can win it. You know that that's that's where I'm going on that because hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me make my point here. In the same way, Michael, that you were correct and spot on in last year's game day morning in Raymond James Stadium, saying that the defense would not allow somebody to come in their house and win a Super Bowl on their turf, that their turf would never be the same again. And then we saw the defense do what they did against Mahomes after that. I think that same defense is going to show up and say, Tom, you take the high road. We got this. We are going to make mincemeat of Mac Jones and that offense. And all you got to do is just make a few plays. That's it. We got this. I I have the feeling that that is what's going to happen and that it's on Belichick and Mac Jones to make sure that they have a shot to win and it doesn't turn into what Tom Curran called the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones on Sunday night. Yeah. I think that's the pressure of okay, Sunday Rich, night. Okay, and then you, you're right in what you suggest. You're right in what you suggested because that defense and everybody should say, Tom, for all you've done for us, we will not allow this to happen here tonight. We right. will get you this win. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Patriots defense trying to bow up like Tampa Bay no. defense did in the mm, Super Bowl no. and say, this is our house. Because I was going to tell you, Tom is coming in and saying, oh, yeah. hey, no, with and, and, this is my house. And he's coming in, house. yeah, he's coming in uh, salty after what the Rams yeah. just did, too. So, right, so right, that, right. And, and, and all of this, we all played with it already, talking about, oh, he, they got a young Tom Brady. What? You think that 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 would be that would be the clear oh my god thing for New England that our young Tom Brady came in and beat the real Tom Brady. That's what Tom got to worry about. Yeah, I, I, I bet you. Coming. Don't you think Todd? You don't right? Don't you think Todd Bowles is sitting there showing film of the Saints, saying, you know, look what the Saints just did. We're better than the Saints. You know, and and let's do this for Tom or anything like that. I I, I don't know. I, I, or or players are just sitting there thinking. That stunk. Stafford just lit us up, and here's here we go. Whole country's going to watch. They're going to see what a championship team looks like, and we got you twelve. I I, yeah. I just got that sense that that's yeah, they, what's they're, cooking. They're, I think they're going to show up and play hard and play. It, it, it's going to be uh, like they had that intensity in the Super Bowl, and they're already taking flack too. That defense already taking mm-hmm. flack. But, oh, you got everybody back, but everybody ain't playing like they're back. Well, they, so so. so so they'll step up too. They got Richard Sherman now, Irv. He showed up. He's yeah. playing. He already yeah, had a press conference that, today. I'm happy for Sherman. I got to text Sherman and tell him that. I'm happy for him. Get him back on the field. And, and he says he's been working with some people to kind of help on some of the issues that he had. And that's always good, you know, because they're, they're, they're just, I, I'm happy for him. And I think Sherman would be great. Well, Sherman, Sherman's a great dude, man. Sherman will sit in that locker room 
and bring them some help over there and and get a hold and, and, and get a hold of some of the young guys around there and make them better. So so I'm happy for you. I remember last time I saw him it was on that Thursday night. You and I were strolling to the set in Arizona and he was already on that wheelie because his Achilles blew out and you were you were you were kind of, you know, consoling him and I made the mistake of just going up to him and I'm like, How you how you holding up? And he just gave me this look like, How do you think I'm holding up? I'm about to I'm a I'm at this age, I got a contract, and <laughs> I'm about to start rehabbing my Achilles, and I felt so stupid, you know, but I, I just, you know, he, he's, he's one guy that I, I, I totally root for, and whatever happened this summer seems to be a total outlier, but, you know, we'll see in terms of the football aspect of it. Oh, my gosh. Just in time to take on the, the, uh, the Patriots. I can't wait to see it. Thanks. Yeah, it's going to be great, Rich. It really is, man. I can't, I can't wait to see that this weekend. That, that, and and that's that's the big piece of the weekend. Watching Tom go home and and and, and everything, man. That's going to be, it's going to be insane. I don't think we've ever seen anything. Everybody come up with the comparisons on this guy returning home, this guy returning home. You know, even basketball, those guys get to go back two, three times. You know, uh, Jordan goes back, LeBron goes back to Cleveland. You're going to do that a bunch of times. This may be the only time, yep. uh, more than likely, maybe the only time Tom gets to play back at that stadium. So that makes it insane. Irv, I can't wait to talk about it with you. Chop it up on uh, NFL game day morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Love you, and I can't wait to see you get back on that turf and uh, maybe corral the pass this time. I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won't drop. Well, no, Rich, it's you early. I told you, you with the one million. We got a million passes right now before the next one hit the ground. We good. I know I'm one in a million. That's what I say in my contract negotiations all the time. <laughs> that is good, buddy. Thanks That's the call. way to turn that thing and make it to the pause. <laughs> Take care, Irv. Love you, man. We'll see you soon. Love you too, buddy. Michael Irvin, everybody. One of a kind. Let's take a break. Come on back. Take that all in. <laughs> God, I love that guy. Melvin Gordon still to come. I'd like for you guys to be here for for a big moment of uh, of this show's history in my mind. I know we've only had about a um, a show and a half so far, and I don't mean to talk it up in this regard. But if I can have the security bring in what was what what's what's underneath this uh, <laughs> this the drum roll, this, please. Right. Well, would you mind? Would you guys mind helping? Oh yeah. Would oh, you yeah, mind? Man, is, each, were you taking aside? Rich just being Hall here of Famers, is a, is a pleasure, man. Marcus Allen. I have no idea what this and is. And Marshall so. Falk. This is the Directv people put this together for the set, and it's going to be on here forevermore. Are you ready? Here Are we you go. Ready? Please, please reveal it. Here we go. That is a box. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, oh my God. man. What do you think? See, it says it's got a host. You look more like a president than a. <laughs> It should be on a, it should be on the bill. Yeah, I always do. Yeah. When I go to the Hall of Fame and walk into the bus room, yeah. you should kiss yourself. Yes. Dude, I, thought, yes. I thought it was Eisenhower. You should kiss yourself. Well, it is Eisen. That is very Eisenhower like. You, you should Rich, you should kiss yourself. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Hey Rich, we've all, it's done all right. It, this is it's Studio right. Heaven. Welcome it's to right. the club. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Marcus, to the club. Bro. Thanks very much. All I appreciate that. Sweet. That's sweet. Thank you. Yeah, what do you think? I love do you think it. this is good? I love, yes. Yes. Okay. Very good. Thanks for guys doing that. How, how does it feel? Does it... You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm appreciative that it has more hair than it really, really, really has. That's not how. That's not how you feel. That's what you're. Oh, thinking. that's what I feel. I want to how thank my feel? parents. There my you folks, go. Yeah, good. There you go. Them. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there you go. That's you. That's the yes. real. That's the real deal, right hey, there. Well, you got broad shoulders on that one. Is this yeah. is this blasphemous? <laughs> is this wrong? Is this wrong? Um, Not in the television network, man. Rich. Yeah. This is this is an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Man, take if, pride if people, in it. If people knew where you came from, yes. Um, back in the day when you were when you had to set the camera up, start it, then get in front of it. Mm-hmm. That's. That's that's awesome, man. Hey. This is and if it's if if this was the real Hall of Fame ceremony, I'd speak for the next thirty-eight minutes, right? Um, it depends, Marcus. <laughs> it hey, depends. I got to tell you something. Yeah. I sit down for every one of those speeches too. I don't move, Rich. I'm gonna, right, so. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. And believe me, I want to sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the look you gave me after I'm this year's ceremony, like, like, Rich. This man, my, my all right. of us <laughs> know. All of us know. Yeah. You only get one chance get to one do it. Yeah. And it's yeah. for for a lot of guys, it's their last chance to be recognized. And especially those guys yeah. that have waited a long time and stuff. So yeah, I, I give them their due. Oh man. I gotta call Marshall as soon as this is over. Talk about this Patriots book. I'm sure he's got a couple of cents on that subject. Oh yeah. We're back here on the Rich Eisen show with our radio terrestrial network, joining the rest of this. Streaming World, Peacock and Odyssey, and of course, Sirius XM Channel 211. Michael Irvin says that in terms of the talent on the field and the chemistry in the locker room, best Cowboy team definitely since he's done. Mid-90s. I'm just going to repeat it again one more time. I I was so impressed with what I saw on Monday night and the previous Sunday here in Los Angeles, and then obviously the near victory on the first night of the season. Uh, I'm, I, and then the depth that this team is showing after getting banged up up front, Lyle Collins is out. Yeah. And the fact that they've gotten better each week is really impressive. It's very impressive. Now, Carolina is a type of team where they would just fall flat at home. Carolina comes in. Just a you know, regular old Sunday in AT&T Stadium, 100,000 fans, but it sounds like there's only 70, and, and they let an opponent come into their building and put a few points up, and then they'll turn it over and make the mistake, and McCarthy or Garrett will make some sort of a gaffe at the end of a half or make some sort of poor decision, and then all of a sudden the Cowboys lose and they're 500, and you're like, what's going on with the Cowboys? Why aren't they 4-0? Why aren't they three and one? This game is exactly that type of game. And I know Carolina Panther fans will be saying, well, we're we're three and oh. We have a better record. We lead the NFC South after three weeks. Like, you know, why why aren't why don't we have an opportunity to win this game? Why are we the, you know, Washington generals of this game to their globe trotters? Well, because this is one of those games where you can snap the lapels back of the rest of the league and say, we're for real. This is a big game in AT&T Stadium in week number four. But how many times have we seen the Cowboys take two steps forward and one step back? When we talk about how terrific they look and then all of a sudden, yeah, but they're just inconsistent. They can't get traction on that road with their team. And they can't put their foot down and rip off nine straight wins, eight straight wins, even seven straight wins, or even three. Because they'll just be up and down. They'll make mistakes. They'll look like they're they're asleep in the first half. And you're wondering, what's going on? And now suddenly they're unbalanced because Dak's running around for his life and he's got to throw 50 times. 
I want to see another one of these games on a short week at home against a Panthers team that is banged up. They're without their best player. McCaffrey's out. And Darnold's coming in. And this is a tough road test. And they should win this one, Dallas. Man, that's a big one. Yeah. Certainly since <clears throat> I'm talking him up, and I believe what I'm seeing. Again, I believe what I'm seeing. I'm, uh, Dak is an elite quarterback who is not playing at all like he's coming back from a catastrophic injury or playing with a contract whose standards and amount he's got to live up to. He is not playing like that at all. And Ezekiel Elliott is not playing like we saw last year, and he's not getting lost except for week one. He's not fumbling like he did last year. He Remember last is, year he had like five fumbles in the first five, six games. It just was, it was all just, out of whack, and you're looking ball. at McCarthy, and you're like, does he have any sense? Of, again, they had the wrong defensive coordinator. Yeah. They did. I got. I want to give props to Micah Parsons and it's, who's been crushing it, but Trayvon Diggs, man. Like, you didn't really oh, yeah. watch Hard Knocks. I think yeah, you guys did. Awesome. I feel like... Every team should bring Trayvon Diggs' son, Aiden, in as, to, as, as a pregame speech. His little son, I'm telling you, if you didn't watch it, he was like the cutest kid, but very smart and just kept telling his dad, you just believe in yourself. You, and he would say stuff um, like this to his yeah, dad about right. believing How in neat. himself. And it's just like, and you see Trayvon Diggs now, and this he's guy out. is playing like, is, you know, he's no longer going to be Stephon Diggs' little brother in a little bit. The he's, way he's playing going. like a top corner in the league. Yes, he is. Like. And Micah Parsons is just... Well, I mean, they need him, too. They needed him. That's the depth, and that's the drafting. And that's the grocery shopper. That's the Jones family with the rest of that staff. I don't want to get too ahead of myself because I know that's where the the cowboy fan hate comes in. No, that's where it's just... It's fun right now, but, you know... Usually the next step is the the wrong one after good steps like this. That's why this game against the Panthers is big. Melvin Gordon in hour three and Belichick talking. All right, so we've got Belichick. This this is great for our Peacock and the SiriusXM audience. We've got Belichick talking at length about. Well, he's talking. Um, we have three sound bites. We he's talking about the Seth, Seth Wickersham book. I don't know if at length is it. But the press was going on at length. People are asking him questions about okay. some of the and so um, also um, South Florida is talking about our Trent Dilfer interview from yesterday. Because mm-hmm. he mentioned Charlie Fry is the one who's in Tua's ear, and he's not the offensive coordinator. He's the quarterback's coach. And so a lot of people are like, Trent doesn't know what he's talking about. And then it's revealed today in, when Brian Flores was asked, who's calling the place? Sounds like Trent knows what he's talking about. <laughs> well, you mean South Florida's not talking about the yachts in Biscayne Bay? Because that's what Ray Allen is that Ray Allen's yeah. talking about? <laughs> um, and um, also, you know who's talking about Pittsburgh? Because he's playing him this week. It's Aaron Rodgers. And anytime he says the word Pittsburgh or Pitt or Berg or Pitts or anything, or the word gold or here or we or go or hashtag or anything anything that Aaron Rodgers is talking about he's talking about TJ Watt loves TJ Watt Steelers fans are like does that mean you want to come here listen does that mean you know because we're kind of built in a similar way to Tampa and we could add you to the mix Oh, we baby. need a quarterback. <laughs> think about, uh, think about this, right? He'll ne- we talked about Mount, Mount Rushmore. So he'll never surpass Brady. But what could Aaron Rodgers do that would be just simply iconic in NFL lore? 
go from one of the most iconic franchises of all time, the Packers, win a Super Bowl, and then go to the, another one of the most iconic franchises in Pittsburgh and win a Super Bowl, mm, man, that would be tough right there. <laughs> That's Boy. something on your resume. Oh, this is something. Think about I'd that. Like, we, 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 I'm making a note because that's a segment for tomorrow's show. I'm making a note right now. What if Aaron got traded mid-season? <laughs> that ain't happening. But think about <laughs> if it would, though. Like, not, that would be incredible. I'd be afraid Haley's comment was going to hit the It would be that incredible. Happened. I have now made a note. Good job, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Hour three Melvin Gordon news coming up. You.